haven't been in a in a stew together in so long, man. It's right. been 14 months. Yeah, it has been. Since we've been in person. We're still not in the stew. We are in my apartment. Yeah. But we're making it work. We're making it do what it do. Yeah. Um, we are live. We're hot right now. We're not live. Sydney, do you have an open, though? I do. Oh, okay. Um, I just have a statement this week. Um, no funny shit. Great gowns. Beautiful gowns. Hmm. Well, um... What we watched this week, Sid? <laughs> this week we tuned into J Billions, Anything But Love, released 2015, available to stream on Prime Video, written and directed by Jason M. Evans, aka J Billion, starring Zeus Campbell, J Billion, Latifa Everett, Crystal Garner, Judy Johnson, and Sadat X. All right, let's start the show. Welcome back to the New Chillin' Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we review a Black independent or low-budget movie. Because why? Because we love them. I like that. All right, y'all, I told y'all up front, no funny shit this week. We getting right into it with our 60-second challenge. And it's sponsored by... Not anything but love, but anything and you and everything. We appreciate y'all tuning in every single week to the new Chitlin Circuit and sponsoring this challenge. While I have you, go ahead and leave a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcast. Or let us know what you thought about this episode on our social handles. All right, Alexis, are you ready? Because I want to hear it. I really do. To explain the plot of anything but love in 60 seconds or less yes i hope so (laughs) okay let's go all right so a woman is minding her business and Mm -hmm. she's in the park in brooklyn and an old head comes up to her because she all under stress and he decides to tell her a pretty long story about his friends' relationships um his friend kevin who's a dick um who divorced his wife is in this thing with a woman named Sophia who hates men and then Kevin's friend uh, Leonard, he is a dog and he's having marital problems and somehow it's supposed to help this lady that the old head is like chatting her ear off in the park Um, and she goes back to her boyfriend and tries to resolve the argument they were in Mm -hmm. and yeah how did I do? You got it Okay. 12 seconds. All right. That's probably your best of the season. Wow. It's much harder in person. Guys, for the first time since episode three? Yeah, season one. We're recording in person. I can see Sydney right here. Mm-hmm. And I this I don't think I picked the best movie for us to um, do this with. No, because... this should have been done virtually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when, when it's done, I'm going to swing on you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Oh, Sydney, I missed you, friend. Well, now that y'all know what happened in the movie, let's get on into our general thoughts on anything but love. Mm. All right, y'all, before we get into our general thoughts on anything but love, just wanted to take the time out to shout out you, the listener, 
and say we appreciate all of you guys leaving comments uh, five star reviews likes on our social posts all that good stuff every single week we see it it doesn't go unnoticed and if you do leave a comment we'll read it aloud here on the show also if you're a filmmaker we really appreciate some of the kind words we've gotten for past reviews so we hope we uh hear back from some filmmakers this time around as well all right y'all let's get back to the show so sydney what did you think of anything but love I'm gonna be honest with you, friend. Oh. Um, I'm usually pretty positive or nicer in reviews for movies I don't really, you know, enjoy, but I just kind of gotta come out and say it this go around. I didn't like this movie. Oh. Um, just kind of flatly here. Uh it revolved around and it wasn't about production value or quality, anything like that, because our mission here is to uplift and showcase black indie film and their creators. So that wasn't my gripe of the movie. My gripe of this movie was the writing and storytelling, how it was told, and also the themes behind this. It's all about toxic relationships, but how to make it work. Yeah. Hated it. Um, so I didn't like it for that reason. Okay. But what did you think about anything but love? Oh, this is going to be interesting. One, you're being decisive. That typically you straddle the fence. Mm-hmm. Two, Anytime we get we start stating the mission of the show, <laughs> the things are going to get a little okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the story was creative. Uh huh. I said great gowns, beautiful gowns. Yeah, I I thought the story was creative. You know, we do love love. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it had some good scenes. Um, I would have preferred if the story was just about Kevin and Sophia, and if it was set in Brooklyn, because I was very excited. Once we start talking about the opening scene, I was very excited about the, the tease there. Same. Uh, yeah, it wasn't quite right for me. I don't think I disliked it as much as you did, though. Um, I, it's not. I, I'm grateful that it wasn't that it didn't drag on too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was creative. I said that already. You said that. That's your second time saying it was creative. Hmm. Hmm. All right, those are our general thoughts. Right. <laughs> well, that's, we're going to get into this because, I, Cindy, you're rubbing your palms a lot together, and I don't know what that means for the review. So let's get into some of these scenes. Now, here on the new Chitlin' Circuit, we like to start with the opening scene. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> how any of these other niggas do it, okay? So don't tell me how any of these other niggas do it. We start with the opening scene here. Has anyone ever told you how these other niggas do it? <laughs> um, nobody's mentioned it. Okay, I mean, if 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 you are out there and you do it different, let us know. Don't don't <laughs> tell me shit about it. Because here on the new Chitlin Circuit, we start with the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Now, the opening scene of this movie, as I alluded to earlier, is really kind of like Spike Lee-ass, like an ode to Brooklyn. Yes, it's giving Spike Lee. It's giving Brooklyn love. It's like giving artsy. And I said, oh, this could be good. I was looking at Alexis. Picked a good one this week. You always know how to stick it in there that I picked it. Um, It was, was, what was it? Some Tribe Called Quest in the background? Yeah, it was. It was a lot of like B-roll of Brooklyn. And Mm -hmm. we get this woman walking through the park. And I was really into it initially. Yeah. This was like our first movie that we've done this season that's set in New York. No? Uh-uh. Paper Friends. We said the same thing. Ah, Paper Friends. And that was... <laughs> that was good. 
Sorry, how could I forget about that masterpiece? So is a woman fighting with her boyfriend, well, arguing with her boyfriend in a park, we must make the distinction. And it's not looking good. She goes to sit on a bench. And here's where things veer off for me, because I saw this in the trailer. Uh, oh, I didn't watch the trailer. It. I watched the trailer. Okay. Um, And I didn't realize it would be the, like, like the, the what's this thing, the thing in the center of the washing machine? Um... I don't know what that's called. The agitator, I like the no thing idea. that just spins everything. Yeah, I know around. what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's called. That's what this device of the old head sitting on the bench mm-hmm. with this woman is. Mm-hmm. He sits down. He's oh my god, it was awful. And this is he was all in her business. A man must have wrote this because there's really yes. as we go through the movie, we return to this bench mm-hmm. with the old head and the girl, mm-hmm. and. There's only a man could think that a young woman would want to sit and listen to that for an hour. Because if we hour. if we time it up with the length of the movie, he lectured her for an hour and told all his friends business for an hour. So he sits down mm-hmm. and says, "You know, can I talk to you? You know, I'm good. I'm not." Which I don't know why men think that's a green light. I'm good. I'm not weird. You're if you have to say that you're weird. It's weird. It's giving weird. You're weird. It's giving weird. <laughs> so he sits down and we get. We, the audience, get mm-hmm. taken into Kevin's business, yep. who is the friend of this man. Now, this man never appears in any of these flashbacks. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. to point out. Yeah. It's starting to make me think maybe they're not even friends for real. I think but then he how he, know all of Kevin's, he knows all of Kevin's intimate life details yeah. up until why his relationship ended and how him and this woman got back together, et cetera, I, et cetera, et cetera. I, for some reason, this old head thought if he told the story of these two torn relationships to this mm-hmm. girl, even though he asked her nothing about her own relationship, yeah. it would be helpful to her. And that's when I said, oh, God, what is this? Yeah. First 30 seconds of the movie, just B-roll footage, Brooklyn. Even when she was arguing with her boyfriend in the park, I said, oh, yeah, I'm here for it because we're going to see their road to redemption for this relationship that yes. ended in the park. I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. It didn't go there. We didn't even get the boyfriend's name. Never. We didn't get the girl's name. What's her name? Yeah. Heck. We don't even know. I have no idea. We so, go straight to Kevin, and then we end up in a different city. We're in D.C. Yeah, but Kevin lives in, in a different city because Sophia lives in D.C. Right, right, Kevin right. Live he lives in New York. York. or like Philly or something. He, he lives, lives in New York. York. He lives in New York. Now, I do want to stop for a minute and talk about Kevin, the actor, Zeus. Mm-hmm. He was on one of them... He was on one of them BuzzFeed videos where the black dads try each other's ribs. Was he? He Nobody liked his ribs. Dang. Sorry, Zeus. I was trying to... You don't remember that? I remember that episode, like that little yeah. snippet that was on Twitter, but I don't remember I him being it. in it. I watched it because they did that one, Grandma's Macaroni and Cheese, like Auntie's Mac and Cheese. Yep. They did Potato Salad. They did the Caribbean. They let the Caribbean people make Mac and Cheese. It was embarrassing. Damn. um but yeah he was on that's where i know him from i didn't know he was trying to like i didn't know he was an actor okay well i guess that makes sense i've never seen him in anything else but i'm gonna go back and look at that rib video yeah um so hmm. is that actor oh i do remember him from that i'm looking at a headshot Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. was in that wow yep okay so Hmm. he's playing kevin and kevin is um Clink, clink, my divorce. In the first scene we see him in, he's yeah. splitting up with his wife, and yeah, it's fine. I, I don't like at this point. I'm like, okay, well, why are we zipping and zooming around? Right, it's like, confusing. Yeah, that's my point at the beginning, right? So, like, 
I always say gold star for writing your own story and getting it made because yeah. that's hard enough. But like, make it plain, yeah. make it clear what's happening. And yeah. and from this point on, honestly, to the very last like five minutes of the movie, I was confused. I said, so like, why are we? Who cares? Essa, who cares about Kevin and Sophia? What about this girl in the park with her boyfriend? I was so upset we didn't yeah. go back. Like that was the catalyst for the story. But why tell the story that way? It, you know I what just I don't think understand that was going that. for? There's this movie where I do believe it was Ryan Reynolds, where uh-huh. he is, he got a daughter, and uh-huh. he's uh, co-parenting with his ex-wife, right? Okay. And the daughter is spending the weekend with him, and he's asking, uh, apologies to the listeners for, for having to refer to a white movie in this review. Yeah, because I've never seen it. Sorry. Um, he's The daughter's like, how did you and mommy meet? You know? Oh, it's like, how I met your mother. Yes. Yes. So he's going back. He's mm-hmm. so we're getting like a day with his daughter. Mm-hmm. So every couple of scenes we're getting we're present day. Yeah. But then we're getting these flashbacks of the women and he says, Okay, I'll tell you, but I won't tell you which of the women I'm gonna change their names and I'm not gonna tell you which one is your mom uh-huh. in the uh-huh. stories. Okay. So is the reason it works that we're having a future telling and watching the flashbacks simultaneously mm-hmm. is because he's in the flashbacks. Right. So it makes sense. That makes sense to me. I but get that. The man in the park, the old head, the old head in the park is not in any of the stories. And he's too old to even be friends with Kevin. Yes. Like, I don't have any 50-year-old friends. I have even better example. It's, well, kind of different. The photograph for Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield. So we're going yeah. back and forth in time. But we're getting the story of Issa's mother's love story through letters she wrote. Yep. But we're dipping back and forth in the past. But it connects to the present day because her... Real father, if you haven't seen the photograph, my bad. Yeah. Real father shows up in the present day and it all connects. It makes sense. Like mm-hmm. there's a thread keeping both stories together. And this, because this old man in the park, one, he never appears, which I didn't even call out or realize until you said it. Yeah. He never appears in the flashbacks. And two, like Kevin, Sophia, and Leonard and his wife, they have nothing to do with this girl in the park. Yeah, like, if- like it would have made more sense if the man, the old head in the park, because this is not, this is not too far off from being mm-hmm. from working. If yeah, the yeah. old man in the park had been one older, and like we had seen, if it was the old man in the park seeing his young sister struggle, right, and then he tells the story of him and his wife. But he I was going to say, yeah, exactly. if the old man in the park was Kevin, exactly, and then his wife his shows up at the end and yes. he says, you know, stay in there, young sister. Yeah, still annoying. Still, I wouldn't right. want to hear Still all toxic. That. I would much prefer it be a woman. You see how this works better with women? I agree with you. But for a man to sit up and talk to me for an hour, I can't even I don't hear it. imagine me sitting up listening to... You know who... I got to quote my favorite philosopher. Gucci Mane? No. My <laughs> second favorite philosopher. Zora Neale Hurston? Quite literally. Oh. <laughs> okay. My third. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not going to get this wrong. Quite mm-hmm. literally. A mm-hmm. hundred motherfuckers cannot tell me nothing. Let alone... One man. Hmm. You ever saw that tweet? It was like before Nicki Minaj dropped bees in the trap. A hundred motherfuckers used to tell me something, and I would just sit there. I know that's Miss Minaj. Yeah, yeah. Onika Mirage. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I feel like this woman was sitting mm. up, listen to a man tell her what? Mm. Tell her what? Miss Onika, if this ever crosses your desk, mm-hmm. we're fans. Yeah, we're just, look. Some podcasters want to be like you know want to be like Kid Fury and Crystal. I'm just trying to be like Queen Radio. <laughs> we got to get we a put some posters right here. <laughs> to freedom! <laughs> Shout out to Harriet Tubman, that queen. <laughs> <laughs> Sit 
Sydney, please. So yeah, she just stood up and let this man tell her something. I, the way I would have walked away, and that's true. How you know a man wrote this? Because if a woman, there is no way in hell I'm sitting around in a park with a strange man who's told me, "Don't worry, little sis, I'm not weird. Let's have a chat." No, you have a great day, sir. I'm no. gonna be on my way. I don't even be saying hey back to niggas sometimes. I don't yeah, especially not old ones. Because another philosopher I love, I don't remember who said it. Hmm. If you give a moose a cookie, Sydney, <laughs> he gonna ask for a glass of milk. <laughs> a moose? You remember that book? <laughs> I've been quoting that a lot lately. What's the name of that book? If you give a moose a cookie. Oh, it's a real children's <laughs> book. <laughs> No, if you, I, I do believe it's if you give a mouse a cookie. And oh, it's, like, it's mouse. Yes, I've read that book. Popcorn or something. And there's okay. a Christmas theme one. We're like, yeah, if you give a mouse a cookie is the book by Laura uh, Numeroff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Moose was funny. Cause moose is funnier, cause how would you give a moose, moose a cookie? A cookie? <laughs> you know how big a moose is? Yeah, I do know how big a moose is. Shit. As fuck. That's the size <laughs> of a moose. I've read if you give a mouse a cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literature. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And if you give if you give a mouse a cookie, he'll ask for a glass of milk. And if you give a nigga an inch, he'll be a mile down the road. Oh yeah. Always. That's every single time. Every time. So you cannot you need to not even every time look at these niggas. Don't be nice to these niggas. Period. Exactly. Thank you. So she sat up there and let him tell her something after being in emotional distress. And what he's laying out is, okay, Kevin's a dick, just got divorced. I don't know we, I don't know why we found that out because the wife doesn't come back up. Oh, at the very end, she pops back up just because they yeah, write they write her back in. You know yeah. what? You know how like I'm a, I'm gonna quote one of my favorite things. Um she put herself back in the narrative. Sydney, mm. mm. um, I might cut this just to let you know. It's bad enough that you're telling people that we be watching Blackish. <laughs> it's bad enough you be. I, I sometimes slip up and I quoted J Cole one time. You did, and now you letting everybody know that we watched and liked and know all Loved. the words to Hamilton. Loved, still Sydney. do, still do. Well, look, I just Sydney. Let's just let's let's jump to a scene because this movie yeah. is getting me riled up. Yeah. Um. So we get jumped, dropped into Sophia's job. Now, here's what I want to talk about. Professional stuff. Just just corporate bullshit I want to discuss real quick. Yeah. The note that I have on this, because we get dropped into, into her, her performance review, and she does what I think is quite literally the worst attempt at a salary negotiation I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> she comes in hot. <laughs> she, so when am I going to get a raise? What? She doesn't start... Start with your value. Yeah, Miss Man, what do you bring to the table? By the time you get to the third bullet point of your highlights from the year, they know what you're going to ask for. Yeah. Have a number in mind. Don't say it, but have it in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Start with your value. Mm -hmm. You already, and she giving up her leverage because they said that she lied about having a degree. (laughs) And she was still asking if they said, And then she goes, they ask, well, if you get your degree, then, you know, you get the raise with them. She goes, you know how long that's going to (laughs) take? So my next note says, Sophia ass need to be on Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> I asked me to fucking job. Because you was finna get cut out of yeah. here. You was not going to yeah, make girl. it no more. Her managers was looking at her like, crazy. <laughs> and so was I. And we see why uh, she didn't get a raise uh, nor deserve one. Because she doesn't know how to handle clients. Mm-mm. That's how she meets Kevin. I'm professional. She okay. need to be on Indeed. Uh, this whole story is evidence for her need another fucking yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, she's a travel agent. Something other else. 
that's what I think, which is very different from old, like diff- other black indies we've done. Powerful women in movies are usually PR professionals, mm-hmm. event planners, lawyers, authoresses. authoresses. Mm-hmm. 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 This is a change of pace. So she's oh. trying, that's how they, that's how she meets Kevin and we see yeah. he's a fucking dick. Yeah, um, very much so. And, you know, you want to take, do you have any scenes in mind? Did any scenes, that's a question I have for you, friend. Did mm-hmm. any scenes stick out to you? Um, <laughs> so like, am I okay? Oh, um, student on the I'm going to be honest with you, friends. Um, my notes go like this. Opening scene, Brooklyn footage. Love giving Spike Lee. Arguing in the park. I'm in. Next bullet point. Never mind. What's going on? <laughs> How many notes do you have just generally? Not a whole lot. Uh, oh, something that did stick stick out to me, actually. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's a scene, because like, I, I took the quote here. Um, when Kevin and Sophia break up, Kevin goes to his mother's house, and he explains the breakup or whatever. And his mother's trying to, you know, say, this is clearly the love of your life get back with her and then she says and i quote she broke your heart she didn't give you herpes oh my God. <laughs> i said what so that stuck out to me and that's what moved you that's what moved me to, to take the quote down mm. um other than that i'll say because mm-hmm. you know i live in the the great capital of this country district mm-hmm. of columbia and there is a good dc montage you was at the capitol no, I was in my home on January 6th I, for the record. Mm-hmm. I'm also black. So y'all saw the pictures. What no what none of us was there. It was like mm-hmm. two or three of us and we don't really know them like that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was at the crib. Mm-hmm. Um yes, uh, so there was a good DC montage. They went when they was down there, they went on dates. Oh, that was all. cute. Yeah, their their first date. You're right. I'm sorry. Thank uh you. to the filmmakers, my apologies. I did like that love montage of Kevin and Sophia's first date. Yes. That was cute. It was done well. The original music in this movie was also good. Yes. So, See, we got yes. some positives. You know we're supposed to start with the positives. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I got I got too into my negative feelings. Yeah. The music was good. I did enjoy it. Um, And that date montage, you know, they're at the mall, at the mm-hmm. MLK Memorial. They went to a movie or something. It was very cute, very rom-com, yeah. meet cute-esque. I like that. It was good. You know, another nod to the just the crew, you know, the directors mm-hmm. and such. I think they should be doing mi- music videos because the montages yeah. are much better than many of the dialogue scenes. Yeah. 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 I agree. Actually, I think so. Uh, the director, Jay Billion, he's actually an artist. So I think okay. he has done some music video stuff in the past, which is probably why those scenes were so good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Because really, the, the the issue here, none of the film, none of the properties of filmmaking were so bad I couldn't overlook it, except the story. The story itself was mm-hmm. just all over the place. I, mm-hmm. I wish someone had edited it more, had edited the script more. Yeah, tightened it up. I agree, and that that's another thing that we learned from our friend, friend of the show, Jamal McMillan. Mm-hmm. When it's your baby, your script, it's hard to cut stuff, mm-hmm. and you want everything you wrote in the movie. So the director was also the writer mm-hmm. of this film. So give you some slack there. Yeah. You want to have all of your ideas and thoughts in the movies, but sometimes you got to cut some stuff, man. Yeah, to make it go smooth. Because if yeah. this was just a Brooklyn love story about Kevin and Sophia, 
like would've not liking that. each other and then falling mm-hmm. in love. That'd be good. I would have liked that a lot. Or even if we kept the whole flashback thing, but it was those edits we discussed mm-hmm. earlier, an older person yes. and like telling a version of the younger selves to help out a young distressed person. That yep. makes sense. Would have liked this, it a lot. Like, why do we even have the Leonard plot? I that was also confusing because he would just pop up randomly. So mm-hmm. it's mostly uh Kevin and Sophia's love story, right? And then every like 10 minutes we see leonard and his wife who he's cheating on and she want to fight somebody every time we see her but at the end of the story they well they come back around but it was all to tell this young lady that no matter how toxic your relationship is keep going and i hated it i hated that that niggas give me heebie-jeebies too gina Hey girl, I heard you're gonna be in brownish. Oh my god, please. <laughs> so now I do want to jump because this is the last scene I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Period. Um <laughs> at the end, Kevin, after he falls all in love with Sophia, he proposes without a ring. Tacky. Tacky. That's so tacky. Now, fellas, if you listen to the show, this is my relationship corner. If you're gonna propose to somebody and don't have no ring, keep it. <laughs> Just keep wait it, it out. Because yeah, it's tacky, it's giving broke. You don't have a bust down. Yeah. It's giving why, who raised you? Where is your mama? It's also giving mm. I don't plan. So how yeah. gonna, how am I going to sit up and buy a house yeah. with you? How am I have a baby with you? How am mm-hmm. I plan a Disney trip? But you know how the logistics Ooh. that go into getting a family of four down to Orlando? <laughs> yeah. How am I going to do any of that with you? And you can't go buy a fucking. Rock. And I know we're not going to have no fast pass because your ass didn't have a ring. We're going to be getting some burnt standing <laughs> in the lines. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's me upset. I'm riled up. So after mm-hmm. he does all that, you know we see. Kevin's ex-wife, who he divorces in the top of the movie, uh-huh. come back around to tell him, oh my God, this is the worst thing I ever heard. She divorced him because she had cervical cancer. cancer. Mm-hmm. Now, all cancers are scary. Yes. But cervical cancer... A man wrote this, Alexis. ...is the most treatable. Yes. The least deadly of the cancers, which is like mm-hmm. the tallest toddler, yeah. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is your husband. <laughs> Tell him it's not on the titty meat, it's right? Cervical cancer, right? Right. You, this, who who helped you through it, if not your husband? Because she said, "I didn't tell my family, I didn't tell you, weird. I didn't tell any friends." So you went through, um, you know, the whole process of getting it removed or you know chemo, radiation, or whatever. And now, after you know, maybe you're in remission, you want to come back and say left them high and dry, yeah. My note and says her only reason was because I couldn't give you a Kevin Jr. And after she said that, I wrote a note that says, "Now this ain't my catch. This ain't one of my catchphrases, but mm-hmm. ellipsis. Girl, go to hell. <laughs> 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 go straight to hell. Get the fuck out my Do face. Do not pass go. <laughs> Do not collect two hundred dollars. to hell. <laughs> you, ooh, Lil Nas X, if you're listening, that could be your next Montero Monopoly." <laughs> go, to hell. Girl, go to hell yeah and my you know a note that's not about the movie but i did want to i have my answer to it but i do want to be clear that i did write this down it says note to lex uh-huh next bullet ask sydney if this hits on a hetero level because anytime i don't like a hetero love story i have to assume that maybe something it could just be me 
Like, yeah. I didn't like Beyond the Lights like that. And that's just me. Yeah, that's just you. Yeah. Friend. So I just need you to translate. So did yeah. it hit on a hetero level? No. No. Not at all. Okay. Unless they sent out new pamphlets, I didn't get one. It was supposed to. I mean, why would they? Don't you send them out? <laughs> You're the head hetero. <laughs> <laughs> no, this didn't hit. Because there's other toxic love stories that hit. We can name, you know, like name Love and lists. Basketball. Love, love, and basketball. love Jones. Yeah. Uh, best man. Yeah. Uh, we oh, can yeah. name them. Yeah. But those hit. Yeah. This didn't hit. Unfortunately. Uh, I, with some tweaks. Here's my positive note. With some tweaks. This could have been much more enjoyable. Yeah. And I, um, I regret not saying it earlier in the um, review. It's all love, Jay Billion. We, you know, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. in the business. If he made it this far. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if you made it this far. We're not in the business of bashing movies. Even like my mm-hmm. review was pretty uh, neutral and negative. Sydney's was negative, negative. It was negative, negative. I'm sorry. Um, but it's not against you. You know, I'm a, like, a, like I always say, like I'm a fan of certain directors. I like Spike Lee and that mm-hmm. doesn't mean I like all of his movies. You know, mm-hmm. I like Drake. Doesn't mean I'd be bumping all the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is with love. This seems like a, the script seemed like a draft. Mm, mm-hmm. um, like it needed some more eyes on it and some more edits to 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 really bring it around because even at the end yeah. when we go back to the park girl she goes back to her boyfriend and they still arguing and she doesn't learn anything different she doesn't she's not changed by this hour-long lecture yeah you know nothing nothing changes in the i guess maybe kevin gets a little less uh asshole-ish and sophia hates men a little less but yeah. every girl who hates men like that hates them less when they find her like when she finds her man you know so it felt a little fruitless a little bit it did i can agree to that and like we said that our mission Mm. is to uplift and celebrate black indie films and their creators um so we hope you know other folks go out and at least watch the movie that's what we want them to do but we had to give our opinions yeah we do got to be honest here and this is not yeah. my favorite thing in the world because you know at least the past couple of movies um we've we our reviews have mostly been uh not so overwhelmingly positive in the past yeah. few weeks not on purpose we never select movies with the intent yeah of yeah. not liking them so. i tried i really tried to yeah. like it Good news is, I think things. Are, I think the tide's going to turn next week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, With yeah. The yeah. movie we're watching next. Come week. on back next week. Uh, we're tuning into Friend Request, available to stream on BET Plus. Yeah. Uh, I really, I wonder if BET Plus, if we've upped their subscriptions. I probably so. It's I hope time. So. I think it's time to start cutting some checks. I think so too. I think it is. Hit us up, BET Plus. Yeah, and all y'all, Tubi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prime. <laughs> You know, that's true. Netflix Hulu. and Hulu ain't really got that much, but we'll take the money. Yeah, we'll take them. All right. I'll take a check. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Cindy, I have a question for you. You're stalling. Who came to act in this movie? God. I've already used up my one allotted for mm-hmm. myself. You have. Um, so for this week's Who Came to Act Award, I'd like to nominate Judy Johnson. Sophia's character. I will be recusing myself. You typically I approve or deny. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable doing either this week. Mm-hmm. I do think everyone in the cast seems like they had fun and mm-hmm. it was a good project for everybody. And I do wish to see her in 
some more roles. You know, I thought yeah. she did pretty decent. But the reason why I can't approve or deny, mm-hmm. the reason I can't approve or accept that on her behalf is because this is a prestigious award. Yeah. You know, a lot of big names have won this award. Nicole Mahari, Kelvin Harrison Jr., Sidney mm-hmm. Johnson, Jennifer Lewis. Yeah. Um, and Sharon Leal. Sharon Leal. Yeah. And she really earned it. She really did. So I, I just don't think that Miss Judy Judy gave that performance. I'm not saying she's not incapable of it. I'm mm-hmm. saying she didn't do that in this film. reason I'm not okay denying it is because I have a heart. Um, <laughs> so I will simply abstain. I think that's fair. Uh, shout out to you, Miss Johnson. We could be cousins. So, oh, yeah. you know, um, wish you well, girl. I see you were in another, uh, something else coming out on, ah, oh, Urban Movie Channel 2021, Double hey. Cross. Oh, they could cut the check uh, too. So, you know what I'm saying? We'll check you out in that too, um, sis, and see, you know, just get some more of your work mm-hmm. that way. So, shout out to you, girl. Keep yeah. working. All right. Now, that's one thing I can absolutely wholeheartedly get behind supporting a black woman doing her thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Exactly. You, girl. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to go ahead and get up out of here because, in truth, y'all, we got some tacos on the way to the house. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit spelled c-h-i-t-l-i-n and to keep up with our latest visit our website at the new chitlin circuit.com oh.